This is a podcast from Rover. JJ and Flinny. More FM. Director Dave, you went to antenatal on Saturday, but you noticed some st- funny behaviour there. Yeah, antenatal class was awesome. Um, and you'll know this, Flinny. They just waffle and waffle and waffle, but you take a lot out of the antenatal classes. Doesn't everyone who have to go? For a first time or not? You don't have nah. to, oh. but it's good nah. to. Is yeah. it like a whole day? Yeah, oh, you can do it like over the course of a week and you go every Wednesday night or whatever, but because I work on this show, I have to do it on a Saturday and it was a full day, so now I feel like I've worked six days a week and oh, I'm exhausted. But anyway, while we were... Oh, you. We're not even a dad yet. <laughs> <laughs> while we were at Antenatal, we got um, like split up into groups and we got stuck with this group who was quite quiet um, and so my partner Jasmine, she takes the lead, and the instructor says to us, "You need to write down some pain techniques that can help you during labour." And so we write down, "Oh well, you can put the comb in your hand, and it, there's like a pressure point in there, and that apparently takes the pain away. You can put scented candles on that type of stuff." The other people in our group, real quiet, she pipes up and she goes, um, "Maybe you can do aqua jogging." And this woman from the other side, the other group, she stands up and she goes, don't you dare go to a public pool if you're in labour. How dare you? And I just sat back and I just went, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. That was funny. <laughs> Honestly, it was so funny. It was like, what are you doing? I'm sure the last thing you think about it when you're in labour is going at or jogging. She was dead serious about it as well. And, oh, man, she went bright red after she said it because she realised. But, oh, I mean, some people are just so stupid in group settings. It reminds me of, okay, uh, this is quite a depressing meeting to go to, but you have to do it. A parenting after separation, sort of a course that I went to, right? Oh, yeah, well, good and, on you for uh, doing it. Well, yeah, and, and all the parents there have obviously going through or been through a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to see the funny side of some things because we were talking about the lady who was facilitating was going through all the different structures you can have for your kids. You know, you're at mum's this week and dad's three days or whatever, yep. all these different scenarios, and this dude pipes up. Um, this is on a Zoom call and goes, oh, it's been something's been bothering me about this. What happens on a leap year, that extra day? Who has the kid then, the mum or the dad? It was... <laughs> Dead silence. It was dead silence. And I was thinking, what? Who? What the? And she was like, well, uh, oh, uh, I'm not sh- I mean, that'll be up to your discretion, you know? But yeah, but what if it's, what do you, what if you argue about it? And she was just, oh, no. she was just bamboozled. She said, look, I'll be here. You stay on at the end of the call. Let's talk about it then. Oh, my God. <laughs> Random question. Also, yeah, like yeah. once every four years. But hey, you yeah. know. To him, that would have been a good question. Well, maybe. He needed an answer. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not criticising him. I just that it made me laugh. Well, it you is know? a bit strange. We'd like to know about the strange comments <laughs> or questions that people have come out with in a meeting that you've been at. You know, strange comments or questions people have said when they've stood up in a meeting. Uh, Laura and Foxton, how are you doing? Hi, good, thanks. Fantastic. Now, what happened in the meeting that you were at? So we were at this meeting for funding and we'd almost all lost the world to live and there was a guy who used to get called the black cat, not to his face, but because no matter how black your cat was, his cat was blacker. So he's not the black cat. (laughs) Not the type, yeah. And so he stood up in this meeting and he said, I've got two questions. I'm going to ask my first question first and my second question second. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Did you all just like look at each other and kind of smirk? 
Yeah, I was just like, oh, God, just kill us now. This is going to go terribly. No, meetings are hard enough. Exactly. Like having a drongo in them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he pointed out which order he's giving his questions in. So well, he, we knew what was coming. He, he, didn't, he wasn't lying, was he? No, no, not at all. What about Very La- efficient. Yeah, absolutely. What about Laura when you're in a meeting and you just, it's gone on and on, and you go, man, I wish this meeting's over, and you know they're about to wrap it up, and then some dork puts his hand up or her hand up and it goes, oh, I've got a question, and they start it all again. It's like, oh, oh. my. Oh my God. God. Just send an email, mate. Yep. You know? You tend to find that just feigning death at that point works quite well. <laughs> Love your work, Laura. Thanks for being part of our family here in the afternoon. Okay. Have, have, a great, a have a great night. Good on you. JJ and Flinny. More FM. My son, he's 17, nearly 18. Uh, it's his second car he saved up for. The first one was a little purple one, um, which I'll show you some pictures of, JJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, though, he's bought a little, uh, well, Pretty flash, I reckon. Little BMW car. That's a bit Jeepers. sad when your son's got a flasher car than you have. Well, I've got the old Corolla that's basically, okay. you call it the, the rubbish tip on wheels, eh? Oh, it really is. <laughs> it really is. I'm not, I'm not even just exaggerating. But good on him. He's working full time. <laughs> um, you know, he's working very full, uh, full time. Works yep. really hard. Good on him, Puts yeah. his money away, so good on him. Good on them. It's hard for teenagers to save because there's so many things that tempt them. You know, oh, yeah. They want to be up with the play and have all the mod cons and everything. That's right, yeah. Yep. So uh, good on them for being able to save. I definitely have never been a saver. Mm. Um, so I can't even answer this question for you, Flinny. What was the first big thing you saved up for? Because I've never been a saver. Mm, but okay. I will say when I first got my first um, credit card – Okay, so I was warned against it by everybody. Don't get a credit card. You know, you'll just end up in debt forever now. And I was determined. 17, I think I was, or 18, I wanted to get a credit card. So I got one, and it had $500 credit on it. Yeah. you know what? I got it in the mail. I immediately went to the shop, yeah. and I bought a $500 chess set to give to my boyfriend. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> and it took, uh, I can never pay it off. And ever since then, I don't think, think I've ever had a clear credit card. I remember that uh, I saved, I used to work for my dad in the school holidays <laughs> yeah. uh, and whenever I could in the weekends because <laughs> um, we had the potato, you know, the market gardening business in Pukekohe. And yeah. I saved up and I bought a stereo, a stereo system. It was a Sony, I think. Yeah. It had um, real cool speakers, it had a ca- double cassette. And a single CD player, and it was just, I thought I was the flashiest guy out. Oh, was, it like oh. a, was it like a ghetto blaster type, or was uh, it little speakers bit, separate? Speakers separate, yeah. Right, flash. Oh, man, it was the best times ever. I remember <laughs> just bringing it home, getting it out of the box. Oh, man. New appliances in a box. Isn't Amazing. the most exciting thing oh, ever? Especially as a teen, eh? So yeah. what was the first thing that you saved up for that you can remember? Michelle, what was yours? It was a pair of New Rock boots, which, if anyone's seen the Spice Girls movie, like <laughs> Scary and Jerry wore them, and they were purple, and they cost me about six hundred dollars, which in nineteen ninety seven was a heck of a lot of money. Wow. And it took me like five months to pay them off, but I've still got them. <laughs> Amazing! And they're leather, so they're quality. Yeah, so wow. it was worth it. But how often do you wear them now? I haven't worn them for years because like, I'm 53 now, so it's like you might break I'm, I'm a little. I, I wear orthotics now, but, oh, um, right. but I still got them, and I just I, I wore them all the time. I got a lot of a lot of use out of them. And people used to always stop and like comment on them and stuff. Nice. So, I mean, Good on you. Someone, one of my friends tried to tried to like get me to give them to her, and I said no. Absolutely not. Yep. <laughs> Definitely not. Good Think on you, Michelle. They'll be a collector's item one day. Oh, Hold yeah. Absolutely. Okay, over to you, more FM fam. <laughs> so, Pledge, I mean, you're only a young gun yourself. Have you saved up for something big yet? 24. Well, I, my first job was working at the Paper Plus in the mall in Porirua, mm-hmm. and I started a week before Christmas, and it was a nightmare, baptism of fire. Mm. Uh, we've got a bit of a tradition in our family. First paycheck goes to mum and dad. 
So I think they got maybe 1500 bucks or something like that. Well, you got paid 1500 bucks for your two, first week? Two weeks, and I was working six days a week because it was Christmas, whoa, so it was whoa, pretty whoa. full on. I remember working at Paper Plus, and I didn't get anywhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the first thing I bought after that was a pair of all-white Nike Air Maxes oh. for about 130 bucks. Oh, Jeepers. Yeah. Oh, I got the little cleaning kit as well with them. <laughs> <laughs> that is so classic. Dave is staring at us like, oh, why would you waste your money on things like that? Director <laughs> Dave, you are stingy with your money, like super stingy. Yeah. So I know that you do save, but yep. what was your big first big purchase that you actually parted with your money? I was working in um, real estate as like the security guard at the door, making people sign the <laughs> registry. You mean at the open homes? At the open homes, yeah. Right, okay. And I made some money off that, and I went, how am I going to turn this money into more money? My first big purchase will be a lawnmower. <laughs> and? <laughs> and um, I used it once, and then I didn't like it because I had to buy the fuel for it. and <laughs> I, I gave up. But... So you didn't go around mowing the lawns around the neighbourhood? <laughs> no, nah, my intentions were good, though. Right, okay. But All yeah. right, well, good on you. That's fun. Yeah, do you still have the lawnmower? Did you sell it? No, I can't remember what happened. Her name's Jasmine now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Because I love it, love it, just like My son, I mentioned last night on the show, my son, Jack, very proud of him. He's yep. 18 in a few months, and he's been working full-time at uh, the super, uh, supermarket, New World, yep. for a while now, and he's saved up a heap, you know, a heap of money. Really, really cool. And he's bought a... Oh, it's a pretty flash BMW, if you ask me. Cheaper. Is I can't f- believe it. First flash- car a BMW. Oh, my God. Flasher than any car I've ever had, that's mm. for sure. Definitely yeah. flasher than my Corolla. <laughs> for sure. Oh, my gosh. But JJ, sorting out the insurance uh, is quite a nightmare. For uh, anyone under 25, especially if you've got a pretty powerful, grunty car like that. So okay. I've had to jump through a few hoops. But it got me thinking, uh, when you haven't had insurance, what's the most trouble you've got and what's the biggest th- amount you've had to pay because you, ins- you weren't insured? Oh, geez. Uh, let's go to Blenheim. Cheryl, what was yours? Yeah, our um, dog had a slip disc and um, we ended up having to pay $15,000 for operation for oh. her. To get fixed. So when we got her as a puppy, yeah, when we got her as a puppy, we thought about insurance, but thought, oh no, it's a bit too expensive. Mm. Um, yeah, wish mm. we had, wish we had done it now. Oh <laughs> man, it's that is so tough, isn't it? Insurance is almost like a gamble in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not you always you hope need, you don't yeah. need it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh god. Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks so much for Jeez. being on the show with us. Uh, moving up to Palmy now, Karen. What happened with your Ute? Um, so our worker wrote it off for us. Your worker wrote it off. How did that happen? Yeah. Uh, so uh, worker loaned our ute to take our son up to uh, Palmerston We were living down the Wairapa at the time, and um, he was speeding through Greytown, um, and a guy came out and hit him, mm. wrote off our ute, um, and so we didn't get insurance because the driver actually didn't have a full license. Oh, he had our no. son with him. Oh. So 60 grand later. Oh. Did your worker pay for it or were you? <laughs> no, no, no. Worker disappeared. Oh, no oh. way. Oh, God. Sorry about what that. What a Karen. bad day at work. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How long ago was this? Please tell me, tell me it was a long time. It was a long time oh, ago, thank yes. God. Oh, thank God. God. So you're, you're slightly over it now, eh? Slightly. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Okay, that's, thanks, oh Kaz. Oh, boy. Hey, Karen, thank you. Have, have a wonderful night, okay? JJ and Flinny. More FM. I came to a sad realisation last night, Flinny. Mm. I am boring. <laughs> I've decided I'm yeah. super, super boring nowadays. You're not. You're not. No, well, <clears throat> you know, we work most of the, well. Four hours. We work four hours in the day. We work most <laughs> of the day. You know, we're here till seven o'clock on the air. Oh, yeah. Then we go home. Oh, I thought about this. I thought last night, I'm so boring. And then I thought about you, Flinny, and yeah. how you're actually quite boring as well with your slippers and your, your stable table and your, and your little blankie that you have. Oh, and yeah. I thought, maybe we're all just super boring nowadays. So I want to run you through an average night at my house please, lately. Please do. And please keep in mind that my boyfriend is much younger, but he is a very old soul. <laughs> so he's gone boring as well. So I'll get home from work. Yep. Just after seven. My bag's usually, I'm carrying my big heavy bag and whatever else junk I've collected through the day. Yeah. My boyfriend always gives me a kiss and a hug while I'm still carrying all this stuff, which well, annoys me. Well, that's nice though, isn't it? Like, it's nice to have someone who wants to give you a kiss and a hug. Yeah, well, let me put this stuff down and then you can hug me. Anyway, so I unpack my stuff. I immediately get to cooking dinner, whatever that may be. And I'm cooking dinner for maybe about 45 minutes. Sit down on the couch, eat dinner. No stable table for me though, okay? I'm just oh. a regular sit, sit down. My, meanwhile, the news plus one is playing in the background. Hang on, doesn't the plate hurt your, hurt your legs because it's hot? No, I haven't had that yet. Hmm. If it gets hot, we'll just get a chopping board or a tea towel normally. Well, you know, it'll be a lot more comfortable than that. Stable, Stable table. Anywho. The old bean bag with a bit, bit of timber on top. After Beauty. dinner, we recline the, the couch. <laughs> so we've got the reclining couch so you can put your feet up like a lazy boy. Yep. And we flick through, decide on something we're going to watch. I might get my laptop out and play on my family tree while we're watching TV. <laughs> At 10.30, I'll wrap up and go to bed, play on my iPad for a little bit, maybe a bit of Candy Crush. Till I go to sleep. <laughs> and Hawani, he'll stay up, watch stuff on Netflix that I don't like to watch. And then he'll fall asleep on the couch and wake up about four in the morning and drag his butt to bed. That is <laughs> the average night in my house. Wow. And I just thought maybe we could get you to describe your usual evening to us so I don't feel so bad. Uh, because I'm pretty sure we are all boring now. Mm, I don't know. I reckon there's some real rock and rollers listening to this radio show, eh? Some crazy people just get home and... Under 30? No, under 30s would, but over 30, no, no, no. So I'd just like to say thanks, Beth, for your text saying that your 10-year-old son said I'm not boring because I'm fun and I sound like I'm happy. Thank you. <laughs> but I figured that wind, my, e- my evenings are boring. But, Flinny, so are yours a little bit, aren't they? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I just uh, enjoy putting on my slippers, you know, chucking on the blanket, mm. watching a bit of telly with the wife, mm. having dinner on our little stable tables together, a <laughs> little glass of vino maybe, hold hands, go to bed at a sensible time. What happened to us? Don't know, but oh. I just like sleep too much, eh? It gets mm. to a point I'm like, cool, I'm going to sleep, baby. We want a little insight into your house. <laughs> Tell us about your usual evening. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jan, are you guys pretty rock and roll at your place? What do you do in the evenings? Well, I thought I was fun. 
Go on. Well, I had quite a good life. <laughs> However, I've listened to you and I've messaged and said what I do and I'm not fun. I'm boring. Oh, <laughs> what do you do, Jan? Come on, talk us through well, your evening. pretty much the same thing. I'm hoping it's just because it's winter and we're hibernating, to be fair. Okay. Um, we do. We have dinner. Um, mm. We don't have it on our knee. We do have it at the table, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we then wash the dishes and then we sit down and decide what we're going to watch and we watch Netflix while my husband scrolls through Facebook whilst watching Netflix <laughs> while I sit and knit watching Netflix. Do you guys ever sex it up and you know have a bit of an ice cream later on together? <laughs> Oh, that might mean getting off the couch. Yeah, exactly. Once you're on the couch, you're stuck on the couch. Love it, Jan. Thanks so much for being part of our family here in the afternoon. Staying in Christchurch. Nikki, what about your place? What do you do? Yeah, well, we're pretty boring too. And actually, just listening to that last lady, she sounds really exciting. So, <laughs> so, we, so we sort of get home from a, a day. So I'm a teacher and the kids, and then they'll go and do something. And then um, we have tea. Uh, the kids then hibernate in their rooms, and I watch whatever on TV and probably fall asleep. But the problem I've got is that my daughter's off to Japan in September and so for two and a half weeks. And so we've got an exchange student. So she's arriving this afternoon. Like, we literally have to go and pick her up soon. Yep. And we've got to kind of entertain her for two and a half weeks. Right. And so we've got to, we've got to look like we're exciting. I said to Taylor, I said, you know, my daughter, I said, we don't look, well, what's she going to enjoy? Me falling asleep on the couch? And so now my daughter's, saying, my daughter's saying that we have to eat tea at the table, which yep. we never do. Mm-hmm. When, when we get fish and chips, we've got to eat on the floor. I mean, I don't even know if anyone ever does that now in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, and we, we're, we're off to the hot pools on Friday. They're off to oh. the movies tomorrow night. I'm thinking, oh, my God, two weeks. I'm going to be so tired. Oh, you'll be buggered, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine having to do so, stuff, yeah. eh? How boring. And also having so, to show so, off yeah. New Zealand. You are representing oh. New Zealand for all of us, Nikki. To this one I'm, student. I'm, I'm, that's right. I'm going to have like this whole fake lifestyle for the next two weeks. <laughs> JJ and Flinny. More FM.